Good morning. Good morning. Welcome this morning to the voice of grace. A place where we are helping people discover and fulfill their God-given destiny. We bless the Lord this morning for the breath of life. We give him a praise this morning for the eyes given us to see, the voice to speak, the feet to move this morning, the hands to move this morning. We bless him this morning for his divine protections, for who he is, and what he's doing in our lives. In the lives of our nation, in the lives of our community, what is he doing individually in our lives? We give him praise for that. We bless him for his protections and his intervention and his blessings and all that he does in our lives. We give him praise. We give him the glory. This morning, if you have been following us with our every morning devotion, you will notice that we're in a book of Mark. Mark is in the New Testament, second book in the New Testament. We're in the 10th chapter of Mark. And this morning we're going to be looking at verses 35 to 45. We want to look at these 10 verses this morning. As I read, I read from the English Standard Version. And maybe your translation may be different from mine. But I ask that you read it. And I said, you ask God to speak to you through these verses before you go to work or wherever you're going today ask God to speak to you to give you the roadmap to give you the direction this morning let us read and Jesus and James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came up to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, 
grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left hand in your glory. Jesus said to them, you do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or to be baptized with a baptism with which I am baptized? And they said to him, we are able. And Jesus said to them, the cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism which, with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. And when the ten heard it, they began to be indig- uh, they begin to uh, be indignant at James and John. And Jesus called them to him and said to them, You know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. But whoever will be great among you must be your servant. And whoever will be first among you must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Oh, what a passage this morning. What a word this morning. We want to encourage you this morning just by reading these words this morning. In the book of Matthew, Matthew states that it was James and John's mother that went to Jesus and asked Jesus that his children one sit on the left and one sit on the right. But when we look in the book of Mark, it says it was James and John that went. The Bible is not contradicting itself. The mother and the children, they all went in one accord. They all agreed. They went to their mom and they told their mom. And Mark is coming from that perspective of saying they're the one. But that's not the point. 
The point here is these two disciples, James and John, they were seeking the glory. They wanted to sit on the left and the right hand of God because they misunderstood the kingdom of God. They thought that Jesus came to overthrow, remove the government of Roman's government, and he will be the king of this world. They thought his kingdom, rather, is of this world. And when people think that your kingdom is of this world, they're wanting positions. They're wanting to, the honor. They want to sit in the high places. And so with such a misunderstanding, they're asking Jesus, can they sit left and right of him? Because in their mind, they're thinking that Jesus will be their next a king of this world. And Jesus is saying to them, my kingdom is not of this world. But rather his kingdom is within the heart of mankind. His kingdom is within the heart of you. For there's, that's the place rather that he dwells. And so they ask Jesus, can we, can you grant us can you do for us whatever we ask? And Jesus said, what is it that you want? And they said, grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory, in your power, in your leadership. That's what we want. And I love the way Jesus said it. He didn't rebuke them. He didn't frown at them because God wants us to go to him with all of our needs, with all of our requests, even when our own requests, we don't understand it. He wants us to still go. So Jesus looks at them and said to them, you do not know what you are asking for. Then he said to them, are you able to drink the cup that I drink? Are you able to suffer the suffering that I'm going to go through? Are you able to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? Are you able to go through the agony, the pain, the beating, the rejection, the name's calling. Are you able to go through the abuse, the insult? Are you able to go through the mockery that is being made? Are you able to go through the disrespect? Are you able to go through everything? that I am going to go through. Even when Ben say, 
I did what I didn't do. I say what I didn't say. Are you willing to go through? This morning, that's the same question I'm asking you. It is easy for us to want to sit on his left and sit on his right. It's easy for us to want the title. It's easy for us to want the power. It's easy for us to want to get all the glory. You see, Jesus is talking about his death and they are talking about sitting at his left and his right. While he's talking about how he's going to die and on the third day he's going to resurrect, they are talking about how can I get a position? How can I get a position in your government? How can I get a position in your church? How can I get a position? You see, our world today is all we look for. That power, that authority to sit on the throne to be honored, to be the one commanding and telling others to do and to do and to do, but we ourselves are not willing to do. So Jesus asked them the question, are you able? Are you able to drink the cup that I drink? Are you able to go through what will be said and done, are you able to do so? And and the Bible says that, they say, yes, we are able. We're able. And Jesus then did exactly, he solved, he answered their request. He said, the cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, I am baptized, I am baptized, you will be baptized. I want you to pause here for a moment. Well, this is very important. You see, James was murdered for the gospel. At the same time, John was placed or placed on the Mount Patmos as communicated because of Jesus and because of the gospel. You see, we tell Jesus, I will follow you, Lord. I want to be, I want to walk with you. I want, I want. But we're not willing to go through any other suffering that he went through. People irritate us, but yet we say we we are for Christ. We want to walk with him. We say we want more of Christ. We said, I want to be like Christ. Lord, use me. 
but we get irritated. We get upset. We get angry. Because people are not doing what we are asking them to do. Do you see what Jesus said? Okay, you will drink the cup that I drink. You will be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized. You will go through the same suffering I went through the rejection, the betrayal, the backstabbing, the name calling, the lies and the manipulations. The world used me. And on top of it, they spit on me. On top of it, they nailed me to the cross. On top of it, they made Margaret of me. You will go through all of that. The ones that you will take your clothes off your back and give them will be the one to sell you, to lie on you, to betray you. The one that you give all your time, your effort, your energy, your strength, and you made all the sacrifices for will be the one to kill you. And Jesus said to them, look, sitting on my right and at my left is not mine to grant, but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. It's not for you. It's not for you. And you see, when their friends heard it, they were very angry at James and John. They were upset. They were upset over the fact that James and John would go secretly to Jesus wanting positions and never thought about them too. They were angry. They were mad. But Jesus brought them all together. And Jesus said, let me resolve the issue here. The Gentiles, Lord, their leadership over their people, they exercise authority over them. But if any one of you wanting to be great among your peers, be their servant, serve them. The world today looks as success. differently than the kingdom of God. The world looks at success as your achievement. What all have you achieved? What all you have accomplished? Well, look on the war. Uh, You will see for yourself, I have these certificates. I have all these degrees. The world look at that as success. The world look at what all you you have done. Show me your track record. Oh, my track record, I, I built five churches. I built 10 churches. I built 20 churches. I, I have a mega church. I have 500 people, 1,000 people that, I, that I'm pastoring them. Wow. 
you are a great man. And you know what? You can articulate more very well. You are so sound. Your grammar is correct in the right place. When the man opens his mouth to speak or the woman opens her mouth to speak, you can see, you can hear how eloquent he or she is. That is the success of this world. And we follow that. How much businesses you have, how much money you have in your account. And we follow those things. But here's what Jesus says. In the kingdom, in his kingdom, greatness is when you can serve, when you are a servant, when you are a slave of all, that's greatness. You see, our world today do not look at the people who makes all the sacrifices to make our lives better. They are in the trenches, They're praying for you. They're serving you. They're washing your feet. They mean it from their heart. They give their all and all and not wanting to even exploit you, not wanting to take anything from you. Jesus says, They are great among you because they serve you with no hidden agenda. They become the slave for you. They feed you. They clothe you. They defend you. They fight for you. They look after you, they care about you. Jesus said, that's how we should be. Whoever should be first among you must be a slave of all. There is nowhere here that Jesus said, You will be first based upon how much education you have, how much churches you build, how many homes you build, how many businesses you have, how much money you have in your account, how much popularity you have. No, he said, whoever will be first among you must be slave of all. For even the son of man Even God sent his only son. He came not to be served, but he served his people. He became slave for his people. He emptied himself so that his people would become rich. 
that's a great person among you, the one who will empty himself completely for you. That's a successful person. That's a great person among you. This morning, I hope and pray that we will be the same to be your servant. To be your servant. God bless you. God keep you. God makes his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you.